Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Said I want it to be made of mahogany and they made it of a type of mahogany, which is not technically called mahogany. And it, it became a whole thing because I said mahogany and they said they're all mahogany. It's impossible to have yeah. a mahogany monogamy if they're all completely different. <laughs> What three wrestling matches would you watch if you were stranded on a desert island? This is what I'm asking wrestling's best. In the ring, around the ring, behind the scenes, or behind a microphone. I'm Tom Campbell. Thank you for joining me on Cultaholic Island for another episode of Desert Island Grabs. How are you doing? I'm good. Oh. Thank you so much for having me on. Just a few hours away from NXT TakeOver, where you will be doing the national anthem. When did you get the call to say that you were going to be part of NXT TakeOver this year? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, and, you know, just kind of like everything this last little while, it was all very last minute. <laughs> everything that we've done with WWE has been sort of like at the last second, like, hey, you want to come down and do this? And my answer is always a resounding, hell yeah, of course I want to come down and do that. Luckily, it's a great time for musicians. We're all available right now. So <laughs> no one's on the road, no one's busy. So it's uh, it's a great time to uh, hop in the car and take a nice little 12-hour drive to Orlando and 
uh, come play some guitar. You were part of Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance at WrestleMania. You've done stuff uh, with Mick Foley's stage show as well. And, uh, and a lot of people will, will compare your WrestleMania experiences and your wrestling experiences with those uh, of Alice Cooper, since you're part of the Alice Cooper band. Yes. Uh, do you and Alice have conversations about the wrestling work that you're doing? It's interesting because Alice's WrestleMania experience at WrestleMania 3, it was so long ago, you know, almost seems like a different world for him. Uh, but he still keeps up with everything. Mick has come to see our show. And what was really funny was he was in the elevator with Mick coming down and, and Mick said, hello, he's so gracious. You know, Mick Fuller, the nicest guy in the entire world. And, uh, you know, Alice was there with his assistant. And afterward, his assistant told him, he said, do you know who that was? And he said, no, that, you know, that big guy was in the elevator. That's, that was mankind. And Alice said, oh my God, that was mankind. Like he just, he got really starstruck. And, you know, I, I brought Mick to the show that night and, and he told him that story and they had a good laugh about it, you know, so he's, he's definitely still a fan at heart. And you are as well, which is why you're here choosing three wrestling matches to watch while stranded on a desert Island. We haven't spent enough time in isolation. <laughs> I don't think Nita, I think we should all go to a desert Island and hang out a bit more. Um, so we're going to ask you to pick three wrestling matches to put onto a Blu-ray whilst you are there. What would you like your first match to be, Nita? Okay, well, if you ask everybody this question, I think that you probably get the same answer from just about everybody, and that is uh, WrestleMania 24, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. Only one thing in the world could make Ric Flair's career even bigger, and that would be to wrestle the man whose name is synonymous with WrestleMania, the showstopper, Shawn Michaels. I want to wrestle you at WrestleMania. I'm willing to take on just about anything, but I I am not going to be known as the guy that ended Ric Flair's career. I can't compete with the best, and that would be you, that I don't want my career to continue. I'm gonna give you everything you need. I'm gonna give you Shawn Michaels. I'm gonna give you the headliner. I'm gonna give you the main event. I'm gonna give you the icon and rest assured, I'm gonna give you the showstopper. I would expect nothing less. Remember the story of old Yeller? They love that dog. But when it was time, they had to take that dog out back and finish him. Come Sunday, the showstopper's gonna take you, old yeller, behind the woodshed and put you out of your misery. that i'm sure is like the most cliche answer that you maybe get that and hogan warrior <laughs> but uh for me as as a wrestling fan it was a near perfect match and as just like an emotional investment into the match you know i'm a girl also i'm a wrestling fan I'm also a girl and the, you know girls love a good storyline and a good romance or a, a bromance <laughs> you know and when he says 
you know, I, I love you. I'm sorry. At the end, it's just like, it just, it's just such a moment. So that for me was definitely the, the first one that popped into my head. How often do you get that as an answer? Do you know what? We've had that one maybe two or three times oh, in like okay. the 70-odd episodes we've done, oh, uh, which is a, a surprise. Now, I feel a lot more creative. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's not as cliched an answer as you think it is, so I wouldn't, wouldn't stress on it. Uh, you, you mentioned the key moment in that match, which is, I'm yeah. sorry, I love sorry, you, and the I super kick, you. and it just, oh, it just rips the soul out. <laughs> but what? Where were you when you watched that? I did not actually get into wrestling until a few years ago. I didn't. I didn't watch TV as a kid. Uh, I grew up in a really, um, you know, creative, artistic household, and we didn't have access to TV when I was young. So it was my boyfriend Josh that got me into re- watching wrestling in, I want to say, 2015. 2015 was when uh, 2015 or 16. Um, was when I started getting into it and he, you know, got me hooked on the WWE network and watching all the old matches uh, and all the old storylines. So uh, I would have been, you know, at our house watching the network, like this, the true millennial wrestling fan that I am. What was it about when you discovered wrestling for the first time that, that drew you in as a fan? So he had shown me, uh, my first real introduction to wrestling was uh, we watched WrestleMania together where um, I can't remember, I guess I guess it would have been 2015 or 16, one of those two years, and it was the outdoor one and, uh, in San Francisco, uh, and Sting came back, and uh, you know where there's a few you know brief young friends that we were watching it with, and everyone was ah oh, Sting is back, and it was broad daylight, and it made no sense, and I as a brand new band <laughs> knowing nothing, I did not get it at all, like I was like, what are you guys so excited about, <laughs> like you know, and um. And so after we got finished watching that, he said, well, that's not a good example of why this wrestling is so great. Like, let me show you what it's all about. You know, it's not a good introduction to the world of pro wrestling. So uh, on the WWE Network, which apparently is no more here, and that sucks, um, he put on this amazing special, uh, it's like eight-part special, I think, about the Monday Night Wars. And that special was what got me completely hooked. Like by the end of watching all those episodes and seeing the storyline, seeing, you know, the WCW and WWF kind of going at it and, you know, going at it for the time slot and going at it for the respect of the fans, that was what got me hooked. Well, fair play to Josh, because trying to get your partner into wrestling when you're a fan of it, it, it can go one or two ways. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's great that it's gone this way because it's led, it's opened so many doors for you. But music was always your passion. Now, am I right in thinking that you grew up and you lived up the road from... I did live in the same vicinity as him. Yeah, I did. Not where he grew up, but where he lives now. Yeah, we lived uh, maybe... 15 minutes from each other yeah so we didn't grow up in the same neighborhood like he grew up you know nowhere near me but where he currently lives is not far from where i grew up if that makes sense what was it about steve Vai that made him your your musical hero not just his incredible technique not just his amazing peerless musicality but the way he combined this technique with this effortless style of playing everything he plays looks fun everything he plays looks like oh, i want to do that and it's never some guitar players that are that incredible just look intimidating, like you don't even want to attempt what they're doing. And then there's other guitar players, much like pro wrestling. You see some guys out there in the ring, you're like, man, that looks like fun. I want to, you know, you see Rob Van Dam, you know, hit the frog splash. You're like, I want to do that. <laughs> that looks like fun. And then you see these other, you know, super technical guys. You're like, I could never do that. That doesn't look fun at all. 
<laughs> so Steve Vai for me was was like that looks like fun. I have got to learn how to do that. It was it was Steve that led you to doing solo stuff, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, he offered me an opportunity to put a song out with his label, Favored Nations. And before that, I had really not thought that I was ready to take the step into being a solo instrumentalist. I was just, you know, happily in bands and touring with with Alice Cooper and you know, you know, performing with different singers. And Steve was really the one that pushed me to take that step out and do it on my own. To go from there to, to where we are now, um, new album, that which is which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But before we do that, uh, let's stay on course with your second match for your DVD then. Okay. Uh, Nita, we've got uh, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. Not a cliche at all. Perfectly fine. <laughs> Very good. Don't sweat it. Uh, what would you like your second match to be? Okay, so I was thinking about this, and I figured we had to have a Royal Rumble because it's not yeah. you know, like, sort of like this 15-minute one-and-done type of thing. It's, you know, you got a nice long stretch of time, a lot of different personalities. So I went with uh, 1998 Royal Rumble um, because it's got it's got the three faces of Foley. You get to see Mick three times, which is always fun to see the different personalities that he brings to the table. Uh, the amazing Stone Cold storyline, uh, you get... It's just like, for me, all around, from a wrestling perspective, from a storyline perspective, that was the most fun. in the ring and the moment Steve Austin's music hits and everyone stops and turns to face the ramp. Let's go, yeah. <laughs> and there's that long pause that he comes through the crowd and just starts hoying. Oh, it's it's okay. how long into your into your wrestling fandom were you when you when you fell in love with that match? Not that well, you know, it was it was pretty early on because I was just I got straight into the attitude era stuff, you know. So and it was funny because then then I sort of had the experience of a typical wrestling fan where like I I watched the Attitude Era stuff first and I was, you know, Josh, Josh is like the wrestling purist. He's like, you know, 80s and 90s. And like, once it gets into like the mid 2000s, it, you know, his interest kind of tapered off. So my interest kind of tapered off because he wasn't there showing me like, yeah, you know, Batista, the, you know, like kind of like getting as hyped about it as, as he was about like, you know, 1996 to 2000, if that makes sense. So, uh, so it was pretty early on that I was getting super invested in that storyline and, you know, the Austin 316 moment and everything. And it was just, uh, 
it was definitely sort of a formative part of my wrestling discovery. Now, Mick Foley's come up a couple of times uh, already in our chat today. You you were part of his stage show, and there's just a lovely warmth when when people talk about about Mick. Uh, and this match yeah. contains, as you say, all three faces of Foley. Uh, do you have a favorite face of Foley? I like mankind. I definitely like. I like the original. You know, for me, uh, I I couldn't get I couldn't get too too invested in dude love. I found the character to be like, for my my wrestling taste, it's like a little silly. Um, and then Cactus Jack is, I mean, so over the top. I love watching Cactus Jack in ECW. You know, but uh, for me in WWE, I always felt the most invested in the mankind character. Uh, I think my cat agrees because he's just woken up as we were that. talking about about have- that particular one. Yeah, I have your cat's twin here in our hotel room, actually. <laughs> oh, whereabouts? Whereabouts? Is he there? Is he there? She's around. Is he hiding? Yeah. She's... Oh, is she around? She's hiding. Yeah, we've actually got, you know, we came here so last minute, we didn't have anyone to watch our little fur family. So we've got both dogs and the cat here in the hotel. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You get the phone call to do to do NXT TakeOver. And what's the protocol been since you got there? Because this is a this is a, a weekend wrestling unlike any other. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and how what's been the process for you guys getting set up and getting ready for tomorrow for, for tonight? So uh, we'll go off and test. You know, we're, we're going to go do a, they have really strict test, uh, testing protocols at the performance center. So we'll go and uh, do our COVID test and then. We're essentially supposed to stay, you know, they don't technically have a bubble to stay in, but we're supposed to kind of keep to ourselves until the performance tomorrow night after that. Um, and then after that, we're just, I'm going to be going to WrestleMania as a fan. I'm not doing anything else. I'm not going to be backstage getting in anybody's way. I'm just, Josh and I are just going to be there getting loud and enjoying the show for the first time in a year and a half. So that's going to be really fun. Will this be the first gig that you've attended since the world caught fire? You know, I, I think it will. And it's it's crazy to think because I, I've been doing a lot of playing, but it's all been to empty rooms. 
it's, it's really odd. Like, you know, I play for the LA Rams uh, NFL team. And so I get to go and play a stadium gig every two weeks or so, but it's empty. You know, I played to the the players and the, the staff that's there. So it's, it's going to be cool to be in a place with a lot of people again. What's the mindset for that? when you're because so much of what you do uh is you you live off the energy from a crowd and and it, and, yes. it, and you see it when you perform like you you live for that energy how do you how do you function when that energy isn't coming back the other way it's so odd i mean it's it's incredibly incredibly odd and it, i kind of liken it to making a music video you know or an actor acting you know a film and you have to give a performance of your life to, you know, a blinking red light on a camera. And it's, it's really odd, but you know, I, I've played a lot of empty gigs before, so it's just kind of a return to roots, I guess. It's like the good old days, <laughs> Nita. Remember that? We were scratching and glory to get on. Exactly. Same crowd, bigger stage. I remember when this room echoed. This is great. Uh, this is fine. Exactly. But you know, it is, yeah, it is. I'll, I will just add, it is cool. Um, doing stuff like this for for WWE and NFL and uh, and NXT and this kind of stuff because you're giving that big show feel to the athletes. You know, if I can go there and I can make them feel like there's the energy of a crowd there or at least something like a crowd, like just noise, uh, that's that's been a really cool thing. I know it's been a cool thing for the Rams team and I hope it'll be a cool thing for NXT tomorrow getting like a little bit more of a production feel, something a little bit different than what they've just been having every Wednesday. Actually, there's there's so many wonderful wrestling strands throughout your, your your career right now. The stuff you're doing with the Rams, am I right in believing that DDP is some part of all of that or how that came together? Diamond right. Dallas Page? Yes, you are right. He was working... Um, with one of the Rams players, Todd Gurley, and uh, he was the one that initially had Josh in touch with Todd, and Todd put us in touch with uh, the team that eventually ended up hiring me to play music for the Rams. Yeah, so DDP, spreading the love. Of course, DDP, the mind behind DDP Yoga, but yourself, Nita, have launched a fitness brand as well, haven't you? Yeah, Body Shred. Uh, That is the fitness challenge that I have uh, and essentially, it all str- uh, it sprung from my own journey in getting healthy and getting fit. Uh, I stopped drinking about five and a half years ago. And once I did that, I just sort of committed to getting myself. I was like, well, I'm not going to waste this. Getting sober sucks. <laughs> it's hard. You know, and if I'm going to if I'm going to do it, let me get myself in the best shape that I can. And the more I got into it, the more I realized that our community, the rock and, and metal fans kind of need an outlet that they can get healthier and more fit. That's not sort of put in this perfect fitness box of you know perfect looking girls with full makeup on and like model model looking guys Abercrombie models lifting heavy weights it's it's intimidating for normal people like like me and like our fans our community like you don't necessarily want to go and see a perfect person in uh you know not sweating at all and lifting you know pink weights you want to see somebody that's like in there with in the trenches doing it with you so I created Body Shred as basically a place for our community to get healthy and fit together. And we have, you know, rock and fitness themed prizes. We have uh, the winners get food from Trifecta Nutrition, which is a meal prep company that I use on tour. They get coaching from RP Strength, which is the dietitians that I work with. Uh, this this month, uh, we picked the next winner and they're going to get a punching bag from Fight Camp, which is really, really cool. 
and uh, they get an Ibanez guitar and a Marshall amp. It's just kind of like this big overall prize package. If you like rock and metal and you want to get in better shape, Body Shred is the spot. With Body Shred working on an album, you've said in previous interviews that actually 2020 has been one of the busiest years you've ever had. Uh, What what do you do to to keep you? Because this has been a really weird time mentally for for everybody. And everyone's sort of gone through it in different places and different ways. But how have you managed to keep that mental focus during such a weird time it's been hard uh you know i would never sit here and tell you that it wasn't hard for me too you know it was incredibly hard and you know we went through a lot of huge shifts in in life in this time and it was just all about being able to pivot and stay focused stay on track and you know and sort of realize that the world looks different and it's going to stay different and we can you know just mope about it not being the same where you can stay on your feet and figure out a way to make it work. And, you know, Josh and I, we stayed on our feet. We worked our asses off and, you know, we found a way to make it work. We released an online guitar course. Uh, I started working on my record. You know, we worked on building a studio at home so we could, you know, record and, you know, do so much of the things ourselves rather than uh, having to outsource out to another studio and other engineers. Uh, it's been, it's just been a huge process. And we did, of course, another body shreds challenge and, now get to be here with NXT. It's it's just been a, a really, really difficult but really productive time. Now, before we get to your third and final match, we also like to spring this on people, Nita. I also like to uh, know, as well as taking three wrestling matches, you're also allowed to take with you a movie, an album, and a luxury item. So we'll start with a movie. What movie are you bringing, Nita? I just saw Coming to America, you know, Coming to America 2, and I, I don't know what you thought about it. I hated it. And it made me... Oh, really, no! <laughs> I didn't like it at all. And it gave me a whole new appreciation for the original one. So I would bring the original one because I think that's the perfect movie. Why don't you like the second one? I just thought it felt a little lazy. I just thought it felt a little like, kind of like a Hollywood storyline that could have been any movie at all. And they just put Coming to America cast in that box. And it just felt like... It just sort of felt like every other movie that you've seen, every other storyline that you've seen. And I just, I don't know, I just felt like it was a little lazy after waiting so long for the the sequel to such an amazing movie, you know? I think you're always going to risk getting burned when you bring back these movies and and, because they always try and do it so they they kind of give you all the greatest hits but sort of drop in some new stuff and they've only got a certain amount of time to do it there was a rumor there's a rumor that eddie murphy wanted to to put the clumps from the nutty professor in the movie somewhere oh wow (laughs) <laughs> which 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 I'm which I'm sure you'd have been delighted by. Uh, I'm trying to start a petition to release the clump cut, but no one's biting at the moment. But hopefully they it. will. But <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. Uh, how about it. an album? What what album are we going to take, Nita? Um, you know, I never get tired of the album that turned me on to instrumental guitar music, which is of course uh, Steve Vai, Passion and Warfare. That is that for me is that's the album that's the reason why i do what i do and so i feel like even after listening to it for 20 something years i learn something new every time i hear it so i think i'd have to take that if there is one song on the album that can that can that can give you the energy you need uh whether it's whether it's during a workout whether it's getting something done what is that one song on the album you know for me though you know and it's it's surprising because usually i will pick 
like the most hard driving song. And if it's a workout song I'm after, I'll go for uh, the animal uh, from that from Passion Warfare. But if you listen, if you're looking for like sort of the defining song from that album, if you listen to For the Love of God, that for me is the like just just the perfect, just the perfect instrumental guitar song, I really think. But for if you want to get something done, which was your actual question, not what's the defining song of the album. If you want to get something <laughs> done, if you want to get a workout in or anything like that, uh, The Animal is a great track. And how about a luxury item? So it can be a creature comfort from home. It could even be a creature. Some people have taken their cats. Oh. Uh, it can be... It's. I mean, I mean, don't feel like you have <laughs> to now. Say, well, I was going to bring my guitar, but now I no. feel like I should bring my pets. <laughs> We can we can find we can we can get him on the island. Are we thinking for a luxury item? Are we thinking a particular guitar? You know, um, the one she's still packed up in the case back there. But uh, my signature guitar, the Ibanez Jiva, um, that for me is that's that's what I would always take anytime at all because that's the one I designed to my exact specifications, and uh, it's so exciting for me now that I can go into guitar stores all over the world and see it, which is really cool. And you know, tons of tons and tons of different countries i get to walk into a music store and see my guitar there so uh, i think we should have one on the island it needs one process of designing a guitar like when you realized when you're in a position where you go i want a guitar that sort of fits my specs was there anything about that process that 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 surprised you that was that was different that you thought what why why isn't this like this already anything like that when it came with designing a guitar yeah, um, there's a few things definitely off the top of my head. Uh, number one is how difficult it is to get different types of tone woods. Uh, like, for example, uh, rosewood was for years sort of like the standard for a fretboard. And it became illegal a couple years ago because rosewood was uh, it was getting more and more scarce. And so they, you know, the, the logging or deforestation, I, I don't know who puts the ban on it, but they put a ban on it. So all of a sudden, the most common, I mean, it was on, I would say, 75% of all the guitars in the world, the absolute most common material was gone. And, you know, that was right around the time my guitar was coming out. So there were like little issues like that, that or how many different types of mahogany there are. I thought it's sort of like a mahogany guitar was just sort of a mahogany guitar, but you have African mahogany, you have Marante, you have uh, like all these different sort of things that are technically considered to be mahogany, but actually not one of them is really mahogany. Like, you know, there, I've learned more about different types of tone wood than I ever thought I would need to in just saying I want a guitar that looks and sounds like this. I didn't realize that we've been lied to about mahogany so much. Yes, I did not either. And actually, like I was even lied to it uh, for a while for uh, one of the first runs of my signature guitar. They said, oh, um, it's made of this, which I said, I want it to be made of mahogany and they made it of a type of mahogany, which is not technically called mahogany. And, and it, it became a whole thing because I said mahogany and they said, they're all mahogany. And it's just, it's, it's, it's impossible to have yeah. a mahogany monogamy if they're all completely different. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Uh, they are, they are all. And, and the thing is they're actually really, uh, almost not discernible indifference as far as the actual tone we're getting really nerdy here but you, you really can't you can't really discern that they're all just about identical in tone in weight and everything so it's really just the actual fact of saying 
African mahogany versus Morante or, you know, one of the other strains. If I flashed up now or, or if I was sat next to you and I, fl- and, I get, and I put African mahogany in this hand, Morante in this hand, would you be able to tell the difference? No, no. And no, you know what? Oh. Neither would anyone else. Honestly, like, okay. I, don't, I don't think I would be able to. I mean, it would be interesting at some point to do like a true comparison. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think I would be able to tell it. And the... The experts in the luthier, you know, uh, team over at Ibanez in Japan have said that there's not really a noticeable difference at all, which is it's wild. It's just having the trust in the people making it. Yes, exactly. That you get you get in the mahogany that you want. Exactly. Jeez. Now think about these sort of things. Yeah. And that's what you learn from making your own guitar. It would have never. It would have never occurred to me that there were, you know, that there were so many different types that were usable and that were indis- indistinguishable and. Yeah, so there's, it was definitely a learning process, and also uh, the the different things that can delay the guitar manufacturing process. Like right now, uh, because of the pandemic, nobody was shipping things for a long time, and now the world's opening back up, and all the shipping containers have gone. There's a shortage, a worldwide shortage of shipping containers. So my guitars are all sold out in stores. Ibanez has plenty of them to sell, but they don't have the containers to bring them over from the factory. So it's there's so many things in the supply chain. This whole business in Egypt not helping at all, and <laughs> so there's just so many things in the in the supply chain that I didn't have any idea about that I know about now. But it's great to have that knowledge now, and 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 to to go from somebody like as you say who was passionate about music to start with to seeing your your own guitar. Obviously, when when we have shipping containers, seeing your own <laughs> guitar in stores must must be the coolest thing in the world. Uh, as a kid that went to guitar stores my whole childhood, pointing up at guitars and asking people to take it down for me so I could play it, the idea that now people are going to guitar stores and pointing at my guitar and asking the employees to take it down so they can play it is it, incredibly surreal for me. A really, really amazing, amazing. feeling. We, we've got one more match for your DVD. We've burned through this today. <laughs> uh, your third and final match. So we've got uh, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania, uh, Royal Rumble 1998. Uh-huh. Uh, and what would you like your last one to be then, Nita? Okay, I am going off the rails for ECW One Night Stand, RVD John Cena. From Battle Creek, Michigan, representing ECW. Maybe his head. 
I love oh. that match. I love watching that match. I love Rob at the end, how he was so emotional going through the crowd. Like, I mean, the whole, I mean, I love that whole pay-per-view. I loved all of One Night Stand. And uh, I thought that match, from a wrestling standpoint, John Cena actually really pulling out some amazing moves that I had never seen him do before or since maybe. <laughs> and, uh, and Rob being Rob, uh, you know, Hall of Famer, you know, incredible wrestler as always, and just the, you know, the great storyline and, and everything, I think just an awesome, awesome, entertaining match. Do you think, uh, had you got into wrestling a little earlier in different circumstances, you would have become an ECW fan that was at, oh, the, at, the, at the shows? Definitely. You know, we had a, we had an indie promotion in LA called PCW and, uh, I saw Rob wrestle there. I saw, um, you know, uh, Pentagon wrestled there. I saw like, you know, a lot of the guys that are, you know, XWWE or currently in AEW or the different companies wrestled there. And, you know, Josh used to go to it to ECW shows when he was younger and everybody said the same thing. Rob said, Josh said, everybody said, this is the, as close as it felt to ECW, old school ECW. I mean, like they're in there destroying all, you know, throwing all the chairs around, throwing each other into the concession stands everybody's bloody and everything's crazy. That was, that was my first time going to a live wrestling match. <laughs> So like, I, I got a great first impression of what this world is really like. What's a moment from the, the one night stand match between Rob Van Dam and John Cena that stands out to you? You know, for me, uh, again, I, I go back to, I am a girl, I get invested in the emotional stuff. And like when Rob won and you see like the emotion and he went up and he found his wife and like, you know, like there's like the moment of like, sort of like the little guy, the underdog, David and Goliath defeating you know, the great John Cena, like for me, that was, that was like, that was my triumph. That was all of our triumph in that moment. You know, I, I watched this in like 2016 for the first time and it was still my triumph. It was still my moment. So uh, I, I just loved it. I loved all, I loved everything about it. I think what I, what I love about that is whenever people talk about the emotion at that show, they're talking about the vitriol and the anger towards John Cena. They're throwing yeah. his shirt at him. They're yeah. screaming, "You can't wrestle!" They're throwing the shirt and, they're and throwing uh, it back. Oh, it's so. But then, but 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 what you say is true. That that like there's there's a real beautiful emotion there. Yeah. Like this is Rob Van Dam winning the belt that he always should have won. Yes. Uh, in in the Hammerstein Ballroom, celebrating with his wife, celebrating with his. Uh, with his family it was it, uh, an amazing moment on a very bizarre pay-per-view totally. and like, I uh, agree more great on, you know i like that stuff yeah absolutely so those are your three matches uh this has been a, a whistle stop tour through desert island graps i know you are on a, a wildly busy schedule uh head of nxt takeover i cannot thank you enough for taking some time out of that schedule uh, to come and chat wrestling with me. Um, what, where can people go to find out what you're up to? I want to plug your Patreon because I know there's lots of stuff going down. Uh, if, you're, if you want to support yourself on Patreon, talk to us all about it. Do all the plugs, do all the things. Yes. Nita. Uh, so if you want to take guitar lessons from me, we do have my online lesson course out now. And uh, the website is very easy to remember, www.iwanttoplayguitar.com. And if you guys want to get, I'm going to run a special discount for WrestleMania week. So if you guys want to get that, you can use the code takeover uh, and that will get you $20 off the course. So that'll be fun. Um, if you want to follow what I'm up to with the new album, the site is patreon.com slash hurricane Nita. 
And for anything else that I'm up to, I'm at Hurricane Nita on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And you will be absolutely rocking the national anthem. Is there a, is there a nervousness about playing the national <laughs> anthem, or are you just whatever? Let's just thrash it and do a thing. You know, there, there's a certain reverence you have to approach the national anthem with. I feel uh, I don't get too nervous to do it because I've done it a lot. You know, I do it at festivals. I've done it for the Rams. Uh, I've done it for uh, the LA Kids football team before. So, uh, but there definitely there's definitely some butterflies each time because you really you it's one song you have to get right. You know, there's no improvising your way out of a wrong note in this song. You really do have to get note perfect each time. So, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really am. For daily wrestling videos and podcasts, check out youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. And to support what we do, join us at patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hold up. 